Bishop Matthew Adiminsah is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place. In now turn with me to Malachi 3.10. I'm preaching from that book, Signs and Wonders of Tithe and Offering. Bring all the tithes unto the storehouse, that they may be full in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for them. And pour out for you such blessings that there will be no room enough to receive. Amen. Now be before God said that, let's go back to the same verse 4 going. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord as in the days of old as in former years and I will come near you for judgment I will be swift witness against sorcerers against adulterers against perjurers against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans and again those who turn away alien because they do not fear me says the Lord of hosts. 6 for I am the Lord I do not change everybody say the Lord does not change Amen therefore you are not consumed all sons of Jacob Yet from the days of your fathers you have gone away from my ordinance and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you said, in what way have we robbed you in tithe and offering? You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Amen. Now here we see God talking about tithe and offering that robbing him. We live in a time that uh, passes are increasingly being accused for taking tithe and offering. 
as if pastors take tight and offering and put the money into their pocket. Especially when you are not close to what is the tithe and offering is used for. That is the assumption you have. And people speculate. And sometimes you tend to have professors, academicians, lawyers, people who are supposed to know politicians, you know, making all kinds of sweeping allegations. Amen. But I will address that. Now God is saying, I have a system. As more of the tithe and offering system is not for everyone. It's for only those who believe first in Jesus. Amen. Because God has his own system. God has his own way of doing things. There are, if you read the Bible, there are three ways you can make money. There are three ways. One of the ways is called the wicked way. Or the way of wickedness. You can make money through wickedness. How many of you know that? You can make money through wicked acts. You can kill people. You can use drugs. You don't care. People take drugs. And, 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 and well, some getting mad. Some wasting their lives. And you don't care. You could also use stealing. You can rob through gun, taking money by force from people. That is also a way, and people are pursuing it. Big time. You go to America, we have gangsters. You go to Italy, we have the mafias. Mafioso. They use that means to make money. I, I was in Italy quite recently and we were passing through some plates and the, my bishop friend was telling me, you see this guy? And they don't do any work. You see them watching from the windows. The map. But people come and pay their dues to them. If you don't come, the next time you are dead. Amen. You can't run businesses in certain places without the approval. And you have to agree that every month you will send certain amount to the account. Amen. That is a wicked way of making money. Let's read what the Bible says in Psalm 73. Verse 3 For I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. David is saying he was envious when he saw how people who were wicked 
were making money, prospering. Hallelujah. That's why we call the prosperity of the wicked. The wicked. Sometimes langas kill people. They take lands by force. There are people that are their business. And, and in their mind, that is the way they think they can make money. By taking people's properties by force. And then they will sell them. And that is how they think they can make money. Being wicked. Making money through wicked acts. And then we have another way that is called the prosperity of the fools. How many of you know that some people are fools but they make money. They are rich. Jesus talked about the rich fool. The man who was rich, but he was a fool. Because he made all his money attributing the sources to himself. How he ran up, he goes up and down every day. How he will not sleep. You can see it happening. Some people think when they stay all throughout the night selling and, and then they will make the money. Sometimes they do that against their own health. The money comes and they have bad health. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible calls the prosperity of the fool. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 1, 32. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. The prosperity of the fools shall destroy them. People who will not acknowledge God in working for money. There's nothing wrong to work for money. But some people will ignore God. Some will go to juju men. Some will sell their souls to the devil. Some enter into covenants just because they want to make money. Some businessmen will run and, and dedicate their lives to gods and to some evil spirits because they want to make money. Amen. And not only that, when you think that by all strength, by your own power, the more you keep it, you know, some think the more they keep the money, the more they will get. That is the thinking of the fools. 
The fools also think that when they are smart in business, then they can make it. So in their scheme of affairs, they will not do anything to acknowledge God. That God is the source of their wealth. So when they make money, then they begin to boast. They begin to bluff. And that is exactly what happened in the Bible. That was a man who, after getting much harvest, he worked hard. There's nothing wrong. In fact, the Bible says we should work hard. You need to work hard. But the Bible says the hand of the diligent will deliver work. So you need to work hard. The problem with some of us is sometimes we think just praying and sleeping money will come. It will not happen. You need to work. While you are praying, you need to work. While you are tithing, you need to work. There's a need for you to work. If you are not working, you are not going to get money. The Bible says, anyone who refuses to work should not eat. Amen. Sometimes when you are not working for something, you don't value it. You see, when people don't work for money, and then they get the money, anyhow, they spend it anyhow. They don't even have the wisdom how to manage what they receive. Amen. And that can lead to poverty. Amen. Hallelujah. So this man, the Bible says, he expanded his business, which was not bad. That year, he had a good yield, which was not bad. But he neglected God. And then he said to his soul, Amen. He said to his soul, um, That's enough for you to eat. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adamensa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adamensa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Amen. Turn with me to Luke 12. Find a story there. From verse 16. And he spoke a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruit. And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my bounds and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, So thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Amen. Quite recently there was something that happened in Ghana here. A man that traveled as a young man thing was 1816 hustled on his way and went to US stayed there and worked for almost 35 years he built a house in Ghana and all these 35 years he had never traveled back he built a nice house and then he asked the family to find a young beautiful woman and married her waiting for him to come the family did that and when he was coming he had about fifty thousand dollars cash when the plane landed everybody checked out he was still sitting he was still sitting down the air hostess approach my friend we have arrived Ghana they push was still sitting still not knowing he was dead they search 
his bag and they found that money. When they checked everything, the beautiful wife that he had married was even waiting at the airport. They've never met before, just two pictures. Amen. I'm not saying he wasn't serving God. I don't have that evidence. But the point that I'm telling you is that whatever that we we should attribute it to God. Even to have life, we must attribute it to God. Even to have the opportunity to enjoy what you have, you must attribute it to God. I heard of this story, a man that invited people it was Christmas time. Invited people. Had, he built a nice house with swimming pool. Everything in. He got a band. There was a bandstand. About three playing. This group will play. Another group will play. And the man said, I want to celebrate my achievement. And he came around. There was a lot of people eating, drinking. Then he went inside and said, he's going to change. First he came with a kente. Now he's going to change into a bow tie and a suit. When he went in, they waited. He wasn't coming. So one of the friends said, why? We are all here. We need to know the next item. So they sent somebody to go in to check. When they were he was lying on the bed with the, with the suit he wanted to put on, he couldn't put on the suit. And he was gone. Amen. Well, others said, well, he knew he was going to die. That is why he did that elaborate celebration. But the point that I want to I want you to know is that God wants you to prosper and enjoy. The Bible says there's one that prosper but have no time to what? Enjoy. May God give you prosperity and give you long life to enjoy. Amen. So we have the prosperity of the righteous. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. And it will be well with you. It will be well with you. And God has his own system. And one of the system is through offerings and tithe. We need to have that understanding. Tithe and offerings are for spiritual transactions. When you go, um, for those of you before you came to Christ, those days when you go and, and see a juju man, or a voodoo man, he'll require for chicken, or a goat, or a sheep. And he will slaughter it. For what purpose? 
he will use it for spiritual transaction. When you come to God, it's a different thing. You see, all these people, they learned something from God, but they have polluted it. Are you with me? So your offerings should be seen as spiritual transaction with God. Amen. If you don't have that understanding, then you complain or give it to the things of God. If you don't have that understanding, then you complain that all oh, the pastors are taking your money. How much do you have? And what do you have that was not given? Amen. Hallelujah. Now, how the Bible says that tide opens the windows of heaven. How can something literally that you give 10% and it will open the windows of heaven? In Malachi 3.10 You see, tides open doors. And any place that you see a window, there must be a door. Is that so? Or you build a house and only it's windows. With the exception of lodge their houses, uh, secret society. But even there, they have a door that they used to enter. Amen. So, if God has a window, then God has a door. Amen. So, to enter, the Bible says, through your time and offerings, they open doors for you. May God open doors for you. Why? God is saying windows. Now, before Bill Gates discovered the Windows program, God already has the windows. Windows are programs of God. They are programs that gives you ideas. It gives you wisdom. It gives you, God can give you an idea. One idea can change the whole of your lifestyle. Receive the ideas of God. Receive the ideas of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, because you cannot just enter into God's program anyhow. If you don't have a computer, even when you have a computer, there is a way you can enter. You see this my uh, laptop here. You cannot open it. Do you know what I used to open this my laptop? I used my eyes. So when you, you just open it and you will you, my computer will tell you my two diamonds are where are you? If you are wrong person it will not open. So your tithe is your signature code. 
windows of heaven. Now the Bible says again, I'll pour you out blessings. The tithe does not give you the money. But it gives you the blessings that makes money. May you receive the blessings that makes money. Amen. The time does not open the money and pour it on you. But it comes with what? The blessings of making money. What? The time that it opens the window and then pour you the blessings. But let's look at Proverbs 10.22 The blessings of the Lord it maketh rich and he added no sorrow with it. Amen. So the tide opens and pour out the blessings that make rich. That means the blessing to create wealth. So if you are not working, it will not happen automatically. But God has to bless you through the work of your hand. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiamensa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
Are you with me? You need to be blessed through the work of your heart. Amen. Though occasionally, sometimes, God turns things around, but you need to work so that the blessings can be evident. Amen. So you don't just tight and go to sleep and wait that oh God is going to turn situations around. Because all that the tide will do is to open the windows, pour the blessings that make it rich. May you receive the blessings that make rich. I said, may you receive the blessing that creates wealth. Put your hands together for the Lord. I was saying that of late, people have been attacking tithe as Old Testament. In fact, tithe started as a revelation. A personal revelation God gave to Abraham. He tied to Melchizedek. And when he tied, then he saw that the thing was working. Amen. So it became part of his lifestyle. Amen. Now turn with me to Genesis. Now first look here. Let's go to verse at 12. When God called Abraham. Abraham was 75 years. An old man. He had struggled in life. And he couldn't make it. And God spoke to Abraham. Verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham. Get thee out of thy country. And from thy country. And from thy father's house. Unto the land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee great nation. May God make you make of thee great nation. And I will bless thee. May God bless you. And make thy name great. May God make your name great. Amen. And thou shalt be a blessing. May you be a blessing. You see. There are stages of blessings. God said, I'll bless you. And make you great. When you get blessed, it should be progressive. You get to a place, you become great. And then at that place, you can be a blessing. You know, the problem with some of us is, as soon as you start getting blessings, then all your family people will come around. This one is taking school fees. This one is taking this. This one is taking that. So we don't even get to the greatness stage. Amen. So God will bless you. You become great. Then you become a blessing. It's not only for yourself. Some people are selfish. When they become blessed, they keep it to themselves. It's only them and their wife and children. But the blessing, you must be a blessing to people. 
May you be a blessing to people. There are some of you also, all the time you ask, you have become a basket. Everything, you go and open your hands. Amen. Hallelujah. May you not become a, a basket. But may you become a blessing. You know, those who are basket all the time uh, blame others. This time, when you go there, you will not mind. And you must determine that I want God to bless me. Some people take delight in only people blessing them. All the time, they wait for people to bless them. They wait for people to bless them. May you be a blessing to others. I say, may you be a blessing to others. Amen. Have you heard this phrase? Sometimes you bless people. Say, uh, we are praying that uh, you'll be there all the time. Oh, so that any time will come, uh, you can. Amen. That's not a good thought. You must determine people can help you. But to get to a point, you must be on your feet. And you also must be a blessing to others. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So God spoke to Abraham and thank God Abraham obeyed. And the blessing, the next line of the blessing is that I will bless them that bless thee. Your blessing should get to a point that people will begin to bless you. And when they bless you, they also be God bless. God blesses them. Do you understand that? That you, when they give to you, God must surprise them. I've heard people complaining, eh, when I give this to this person, then my money is being attacked. May it not be said about you. Hallelujah. And those who curse you, also, God will curse them. That's another side of the blessing. It's also a blessing that when people curse you, God will curse them. And Abraham believed God and just walked out. And the Bible said when he went to Egypt, he became very rich. He left Egypt. That means God's program has started. Then one day he heard that his nephew Lot, Lot was with Abraham. And Lot started getting blessings. In fact, that's one thing. When you are blessed and people associate themselves with you, God's program also begins to cover them. May you be covered by the blessings of God. May you be covered by the blessings in this house. Receive it in the name of Jesus. 
But Lot got to a point. Lot didn't know that after Abraham, when you curse him, you also will be cursed. So Lot had gotten properties. Now he's got a lot of flocks. Servants. He's also gotten servants. His uncle Abraham is also blessed with flocks and servants. Now when they go to field, there was competition there. And Lord told his men, hey, if my uncle servant tried to do anything, deal with him. He has forgotten that one, he was an orphan. When Abraham was living, he said, oh, my nephew, let's go. The God who has promised to bless me, he will also bless you. Now the blessing started rubbing on him. Lord, come and see him. He is also a Lord. And the Bible said there was a strife. The matter came before Abraham. You see, when you are blessed by God, you don't strive for blessing. So Abraham called up. He said, Lord, this thing, we don't have to talk about it. Choose. If you want the left, you can. If you want right. Instead of a lot telling the uncle, oh uncle, you are the one I'm following. So you tell me. Which part? He said, I like this place. This is a nice place. Abraham said, Lord chose the vegetation that was very green. But you see, that is when you don't understand spiritual things. He thought that by getting the green vegetation, that's where the floods can fill and you have more. And the place he chose. Amen. He got it into problem. The problem number one. One day, there was a war in the place and Lot was kidnapped. Somebody told Abraham that your nephew who was with you and separated? He'd been kidnapped. And Abraham, who had his own commandos, amen. The name of Abraham's commandos is ABF 319. Amen. He took his commandos, went there. They fought and liberated Lord. Amen. And, and, and Abraham, when he was coming from the war, he met a high priest. A priest that nobody knows his beginning and end. A priest that nobody knew where he was born, who is his father, under the shore. Was that he is a priest? Melchizedek. Then Abraham said, Hey, this is the man I've met. 
I must tithe. And that's where tithe began. Amen. Let's read Genesis 14, 14. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318. Okay, so it's 318. And pursued them into that. You know, then verse 18. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed Abraham and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which had delivered thy enemies unto thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Now the first time tithes appeared in the Bible. Later on, God lifted up tithe to become a covenant. Amen. For all seeds of Abraham. First, it was unto his seed. The blessings or the covenant of promise was to Abraham and his seed. One seed. So Paul argued that that seed is Jesus. And we are through Christ Jesus we become Abraham's seed. Are you with me? I say we become what? Abraham's seed. So the tithe also cover us. So if anybody is saying the tithe is for it's for new Old Testament people that's not true. Amen. The tithe covers Abraham's seed. And the seed is Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. 
Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. Now let's read it. Galatians 3, 16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promise made, he said not, and to cease as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ, which is Christ. So all the covenant Abraham established is to the seed. The Bible Paul is arguing here is not to many seeds, but a seed. And that seed is what? Christ. Amen. That seed is Christ. Verse 29. And if he be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So this is why we pay tithe. We become Abraham's seed. And that is why we pay tithe. And not only that, because the promise could not be cancelled. The Bible said the promise could not be cancelled. Romans 9, 7. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham. Are they all children? But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Amen. Paul is arguing another line here. Let's go to Romans 4.13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. So it's by faith we are connected to Christ and through Christ we become Abraham's seed. May the blessings of Abraham come upon you. May the blessings of Abraham come upon you. Now finally, so God in his own program provide us how we should prosper as people of God. We don't prosper through prayer. It's not when we pray. When you can pray when you need healing. You can fast and pray. You need a child, you can fast and pray. There are some things you can take them. But when it comes to the covenant of promise, it's a seed. You receive it through a seed. Hallelujah. Your offering speaks for you. May your offering speak 
for you. May God use your offering to speak to your situation. May God use your offering to bring expansion to you. Isaiah 45. Thou saith the Lord to his anointed, to Saros, whose right hand I have holding, to subdue nations before him. I'm reading from verse 1. And I will lose the lands of kings to open before him the two leaf gates, and the gate shall not be shut. May God lose the lands of kings for you. May the double gates be opened before you. You see, the first one went through the window. The tide goes through the window. But the offerings, goes, it opens the door, the gate. And you agree with me that when it comes to financial gates, it's not something you can... How many of you, you can walk to bank and say, Today, uh, I'm broke. Uh, I'm here. I want you to uh, give me some uh, thousand Ghana cities. Would they give to you? What would they check first? Do you have an account? So you cannot just walk through. And the same thing, God has riches in a place. But it takes your offering to open that gate. And it is God who will go before you. When you go to bank, even with your money there and your check, do you go to the save yourself and collect your money? What do they do? Somebody there will take your check. He will check everything. Then he go into the The same thing, God has a bank. Everybody say, God has a bank. God has a bank. But you cannot just walk in there. You must do deposits. Even if you have an account and you are not depositing. And do you know bank, the word bank, its source is from the word of God. In fact, Jesus, Jesus, um, Jesus taught us about the talent. It's investment, savings. So why didn't you put my money into the usury? So that I will gain some credit. And you bury the ground. You bury the, the money, the talent into the ground. Are you with me? Amen. Now let's, let's continue so God will go before you your offering your giving will open the doors for you verse 2 I will go before thee and make the crooked place straight how many of you know that sometimes your pocket becomes crooked your account becomes crooked your financial life becomes crooked when you are, your, your financial life becomes crooked and you are working on it, you'll be bouncing here and there. May God smooth the path for you. May you have a smooth financial blessings. Receive them in the name of Jesus. 
May God give you a motorway financial blessings. Yeah. So I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in asunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness. Darkest treasures. God has put them somewhere in the dark place for his children. But it takes your giving. It takes your offering. It takes your tithe. For him to go before you. Amen. And hidden riches of secret places. That thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name. I am the God of Israel. He called you by his name. For you to know, testify. It means to testify. Indeed, God is with me. I have seen the hand of God. So you testify. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us. Gospel Light International Church. Next to Orion Cinema. In Chroma Circle. Or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 00300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.